Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, welcome back. We'll get back to the cannabis uh, retail issue. Your reaction to the AUPE's call for government-run stores. I wanted to talk a bit more about an interesting event that uh, took place in Calgary today. Uh, it's, in fact, the, the monthly current affairs luncheon at the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary, but a very timely conversation today uh, about uh, cities and sports and uh, issues around arenas and issues around big events like Olympics. And we're dealing with all of that in Calgary uh, right now. Of course, in a very big way. Joining us on the line, one of the uh, panelists at today's luncheon, uh, Brad Humphreys, professor of economics at West Virginia University, uh, one of North America's uh, leading sports economics experts. Brad, welcome to Calgary. Great to have you with us here. Rob, it's great to be back on the air with you. Uh, quite an, an interesting time for, for the city of Calgary with both the, the arena debate and the Olympic debate front and center. You don't often see uh, quite that, that overlap, do you? No, not very much at all that you'd see both of those things going on at the same time. So that does make it a really interesting environment. Let's talk about the, the arena issue because uh, it's it's been very divisive in Calgary as it's been elsewhere. Uh, one side talking about how much the team offers, how much a city can benefit from, from having an arena. The other side obviously pointing to the fact that this is a private business, a private business that tends to, to profit. Uh, off the, this kind of infrastructure. Um, what, what, what do people, though, often miss in this debate, Brad? Uh, well, I, I, I think they, they miss the, the intangible benefits that, that, a, that a team brings to a city. So we get hung up on the, on the tangible economics and who should pay. And, uh, you know, it's, it is important to realize that the flames are an important part of the, com- the community fabric and that, that that also should figure into the calculus of deciding who should pay. Mm-hmm. The situation in Edmonton, and obviously you, you were spent some time at the University of Alberta during that, that debate, obviously. Six years. Six years. Um, and, and certainly what we've seen is that people there like the arena. It's landing a lot of big concerts. There's development going up around the arena. What, what can we conclude at this point about whether that's worked in Edmonton? I, I think, you know, the, the redevelopment angle takes a long time to figure out because construction projects take a long time, and, and you don't know... Uh, for for decades, whether or not an arena can revitalize a specific area of town. Uh, but, you know, certainly for fans, it's a fantastic, beautiful place. It's an iconic building. And, you know, there's no doubt that, that fans have a better experience there than they were getting at Rexall Place. So it is it is soon enough to uh, uh, to draw conclusions about that. But it's interesting, though, because, and especially in a city like Calgary right now, we've got a 25-30% vacancy rate in the downtown core. To understand what this all means, if, if we're going to pick a spot, build an arena there, and wait for new buildings to go up around it, does that come at the expense of other parts of the city? Oh, absolutely, it is. I mean, the, the evidence is, is very conclusive on, on this idea that these arenas are very good at concentrating economic economic activity in one place in a city. But, you know, speaking to the, the issue of uh, 
uh, office vacancy. I mean, that's not the kind of economic activity get, that gets focused at an arena. It's retail uh, activity or, you know, bars and restaurants and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's it's unlikely that, uh, you know, uh, office space would be driven by the the sort of consumer activity that takes place in an arena. Yeah, certainly in Edmonton, the, the, a new office tower was a big part of that, and there was a commitment from the city to relocate city staff into that office tower. Uh, you get the sense here that the, the Flames envision themselves uh, getting into the real estate game a little bit themselves. Is, is that the new reality of, of pro sports? It's not just about people pay money to watch our team play. It's all these other revenue streams. It absolutely is. And that's something, Rob, that's only been uh, happened in the last 10 years or so. Right. These these team owners also, I mean, the real big benefit for the owner of a team is the, is the ancillary redevelopment. If they can control the, the uh, uh the the land around these new facilities, I mean, it's it's incredibly valuable, and they can make quite a bit of money off of that. We didn't see that, for example, when Rexall Place was built, or you know, when the Saddle Dome was built in the '80s. That was not going on. But this this is the way it plays out everywhere around Canada and the U.S. now. Uh, and, and these two debates certainly are, are linked. I think if Calgary is going to pursue a Winter Olympic bid, we would probably need to to build a new arena just for that. But, um, you know, we, we hear a lot about the, the spiraling costs of hosting the Olympics, the fact that the IOC, I mean, they, they talk the talk, but we don't really see meaningful reform. Do you see much benefit at all in, in hosting the Winter Olympics? Uh, it, it's hard to find tangi- evidence of tangible economic benefits. It certainly can, you know, if put put a city on a map on the map in terms of uh, uh, visibility. But you know, well, so a lot of the economic benefit is associated with new facility construction. The Calgary bid has uh, has certainly claimed that they're not they're going to try to leverage existing facilities. If there's not a lot of construction going on, that really reduces the uh, tangible economic benefit associated with these projects. Do you think the IOC will change, right? I mean, if, if we get to the point where cities are, are walking away from this, and, and we certainly have seen it in recent years, that, that maybe they, they lose that leverage they used to have over cities. Well, you know, this, this is really cyclical, though, Rob. This is, a great, this is a great point. You go back to the 84 games in, in, Atlanta, in uh, Los Angeles. That was financially successful because there were no other bidders. But the IOC changed things enough that then through the 90s and 2000s, there were a tremendous number of bidders that allowed them to, uh, the IOC to benefit. So uh, I don't know. There's not very many bidders now, but in the past, the, those things have turned around. But the bigger issue here that I think Calgarians need to remember is you're dealing with the IOC. They don't have the best interest of Calgarians in mind. They have the best interest of the IOC in mind. And uh, they're going to force cities, if they can, to build these huge white elephant facilities and then walk away and move on to the next uh, host city. So you've always got to bear that in mind when you're dealing with the IOC on those sort of things. They're, they're not, they don't care about Calgary. They care about the IOC. Uh, and just from the little snapshot of the event today, uh, Brad, is, is there a consensus on these issues? <laughs> no, I think there was uh, there was no consensus on the panel today. I, I think we saw the full spectrum of, of opinions about both arena financing and uh, the potential uh, benefits of the, hosting the Olympics. Yeah. Well, the debate continues. Uh, thanks for making a bit of time for us here, Brad. I always appreciate the input. Great to be on the air with you again, Rob. Nice talking with you. Likewise. Take care. Uh, Brad Humphreys uh, visiting Calgary today, professor of economics at West Virginia University. As mentioned, six years at the University of Alberta, right at that crucial time of debating the new arena there. Uh, so well-known uh, in the field of sports economics, and we appreciate him making some time for us here. All right, 403-974-8255. We are back with more right after this. 
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.